All right, back here in the high room with Danny King. Uh, she's a religion immigration reporter for Columbus Dispatch. Danny, how are you doing? I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for coming. It's great. Um, hey, one of the things you've written a lot recently, um, there's a pending change here in Columbus, uh, Robert Brennan. And let me make sure I have this right. He oversees the Catholic diocese here in the central area. Is that the best way of referring to him? Yeah, it's the Diocese of Columbus. It's actually 23 counties, so not just okay. central Ohio, but a lot of the middle of bottom of the state. Okay, excellent. Um, he's getting promoted. Tell me a little bit about the promotion. Yeah, so he was actually named by the Pope as the next bishop of the Diocese of Brooklyn, New York, and um, it's a bit of a homecoming for him. He was uh, born, raised, and worked there for years, uh, not in that diocese, but in um, Long Island in the Diocese of Rockville Center. So He's going to a bigger diocese, which covers two counties, but a lot more people. And so he'll uh, head off there on November 30th. Um, it was announced last month. Actually, I think in September, late September. Um, so he'll head off there at the end of the month and um, we'll get a new bishop. But um, as you know, as we're talking about today, he has, you know, started something to that will radically change how the diocese looks um, before he leaves. Yeah, you've talked about this. Um, priests, we don't have as many priests as we used to, and that's been an issue that predates COVID and everything. Um, and the response to that that Brennan brought was saying, hey, we may have to close some churches. We may have to merge some churches because of lack of priests. How's that been going so far? And I'm assuming, like anything else, COVID really has to help that process. Uh, what have you heard lately about how that uh, process was going with Brendan over the past few years? Yeah, so the process locally is called Real Presence, Real Future, and it's something that a lot of other Catholic dioceses have done. They work with the Catholic Leadership Institute, which is um, out of Pennsylvania, and it's this group that just really helps um, dioceses with leadership. And so what Bishop Brennan has said he's been talking about kind of behind the scenes since he started as our bishop in uh, March 2019 was just this idea of kind of strategic planning for the future. You know, where does the diocese go from here? What do we have? What do we need resource wise and priest wise? And so they kicked it off with um, and we're still in this process, which is a big process of kind of just you know, they want the diocese wants to get community feedback from parishioners and, and local Catholics. And so kick that off around Lent and that's ongoing. Um, and so, you know, I think COVID has maybe brought even more light to some of these issues, but the priest shortage has been going on for a long time. You know, in the United States, the number of Catholic priests has kind of been steadily declining. And Right now, there's multiple parishes that, you know, maybe share a priest or, you know, should are large and should have more than one priest locally and, and just don't or can't. So um, it's the strategic planning process of just looking, you know, what's the diocese's future. And I think the, the big goal with it is just how can we be, you know, even if we're not in the in the building, you know, how can we be present for for the faithful and and evangelize and and reach more people so that's kind of a big part of of what they're trying to do yeah it was interesting your article for dispatch talked about how it's worked in Saturday county i know Saturday county is a lot different than franklin but it kind of gave some indication of how this could look like 
Yeah. It, um, so before this campaign got started, before Real Presence, Real Future, uh, the diocese real, really realized, you know, we have seven parishes in Scioto County. Our populations declined over the years. The number of Catholics have declined over the years. At one point, they had one priest for seven churches, um, which is, you know, really problematic for that priest and, and also for the people, the faithful who may not get, you know, the one-on-one attention or even just, you know, the mass times and confession times and really, you know, what parishes are all about, just that community, um, they may not get that. So uh, they decided at the end of 2020, you know, that I think they decided before, but the, the church is closed um, at the end of 2020. Um, and so there are, I believe there's four parishes that closed in Scioto County and three that are remaining open. Um, and a large part of that was just the priests were stretched too thin. So that what happened in Scioto County is really, um, you know, the bishop has said it's a model for what, for how these church closings may go in counties like Franklin County and, and the rest of the diocese. So what happened there is, um, you know, they went through really, you know, the way the parishioners and, and the deacons there tell it, they went through this really intentional process to, to talk to people about what this would look like and how those four, the parishioners of those four churches could really blend into the three that would go on and, and cre- recreate that community. But I think when you talk about parishes closing, no matter how many priests they have or how many parishioners they have, it's a really emotional thing for yeah. for the people who have gone there forever. You know, I talked to this one woman there and she has six children and they all got baptized and confirmed in her church. And then, you know, unfortunately, the diocese had to close it. And um, so it was a real emotional, you know, yeah. situation. It's sad when your church closes where you've, you know, spent a lot of your life, you know, your lifetime achievements and just different different celebrations, even a daily mass, you know, that's, that's special to people. With Brennan's departure, and there may not be a, a state of the answer to this yet, is that going to kind of delay what might be happening in Franklin County? Because obviously they got to find a guy to lead what's happening here in Franklin. Yeah, so they're really hoping not, but honestly, it kind of just depends on who the next bishop is and when they, when they come in. So, um, they have not yet named a new bishop for Columbus, and I don't know when they will. So once Brennan leaves at the end of the month, there will be kind of like a appointed diocesan administrator who will kind of, you know, be the de facto bishop, with, you know, without actually being the bishop and just make sure everything's running smoothly and things like that. So I think that, you know, the diocese as it is now and and even bishop Brennan is hopeful that this campaign will continue and that they won't really lose any steam but you know the new bishop could come in and decide that's not that's not what he wants so it kind of just i think it depends on on the new leadership so they're going to keep going until they get that new leadership and keep gathering community feedback but um after that it kind of remains to be seen it's a crazy thought. We always talk offline as journalists about, you know, how do you advance? How do you advance your career and everything? And man, oh, it must be crazy to have. I, I'm sure it's suggested to the Pope and the Pope signs off on it. But man, what a world when the Pope's telling you when you can be promoted. That's got to be crazy to have the Pope make that decision. 
Yeah. And I think it's hard because, you know, when I was talking to Bishop Brennan about his leaving, you know, everybody loves him here and he's been here two and a half years. And, you know, a lot of times you're here for longer than that. You know, you'd be, you'd be a Bishop for, you know, decades if, if you're, you know, a certain age and you could do that. Um, you know, I think he's really sad to leave. He started a lot of things here and was beloved. And so, you know, even though it's, it's a promotion and a homecoming, it's kind of, you know, you kind of don't have any control over that. You know, it's not like you or I or anybody applies for a job and they get it and they say, okay, it's no, you're going. So, you know, it's, it's real different in the church in that way. Yeah. You can't argue with the Pope, you know, <laughs> that's right, kind yeah. of rough. Yeah. <laughs> and then last thing I want to ask about that. And, you know, you cover faith and immigration here in central Ohio, but I always wonder because, you know, throughout my career too, it's always been the question of, you know, how they attract more priests. And I know this isn't the only determination, but, you know, it's always been tough with saying, hey, priests aren't allowed to be married. They have to be celibate. Have you heard anything? And I know you're just covering it more from the central high area. Do you anticipate that changing in years or anything? Because I, I kind of wonder if that would be a, a great help to attracting more priests, or is that something you think may never change? I think it's hard to say, you know, there's so much discussion on this topic and I'm, I've kind of been fascinated by just reading more about, you know, what different people say and, and how they feel. And it sounds like the church has kind of, you know, been very unmovable on this, but um, an interesting thing I wrote about a few years ago is there's actually, there are allowed to be two married priests in each diocese. And so, yeah, but it's not like they might, they wouldn't have kind of come into the priesthood the same way. So I talked to one of them and he was an Episcopal priest before and converted to Catholicism. So he was already married. So, you know, when he became a Catholic priest, so each diocese is allowed to have two and it's kind of this fascinating thing, but yeah, I think what a lot of scholars out there in the church itself says is, you know, that's really not something they want to change because they want their priests to be devoted to God and not, you know, not an earthly relationship. So it's interesting. Yeah. It's, you can definitely see arguments for it both ways if you're Catholic or not Catholic. So very interesting. Well, Danny King from the Columbus Dispatch, thanks for coming on to talk about this again. We're the Ohioan podcast, but support local journalism. Um, Full transparency, I do work for the Columbus Dispatch as well. But if you go to dispatch.com, you can subscribe. They have all kinds of deals. Our recent deal was a dollar for six months of uh, journalism, which is fantastic considering all the stories that come out each day from the Columbus Dispatch. So definitely support local journalism. Subscribe to dispatch.com or your local newspaper if you're listening to this in another area of Ohio or the world. Uh, so as always, thanks today and have a great day. Thanks.